Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for all things in that galaxy far, far away from Tal's to Teak. We've got you covered. We got it all right here. I'm Justin. I'm one of your hosts of the show. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh. Pour one out for Loden. Great oh, storm. Too baby. soon, man. God. Whoa. I was like, oh, we got him back. <sighs> this, Ki- <laughs> this is Kyle, and um, that like breaks my heart. I've been wondering what has happened to uh, Master Loden since the very first book, and he was just a stone's throw away from making it out of that. And um, Ouch. Yeah, I know. Not quite. Spoiler alert. Mm. If you haven't read the book we're about to talk about. <laughs> but I actually did get spoiled by that on Twitter, too. So screw whoever did that. And this is Maggie, who was very good about keeping spoilers down uh, and yelling at people for posting spoilers literally like yeah. two days after the book came out. But cool. I just want to say, Elzar man. What a man. Elzar the man. What a man. He's a- More like Elzar dog. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, he's a troubled, yeah. troubled man. Favorite but now you see, putting it out there, bad, yeah, bad man. But now you see, I have to resist the urge to have Tempest Runner spoilers. Mm. <laughs> keep it to yourself, Uh-oh. people. Yep, keep it to yourself. Don't yeah, mix the book. Don't mix the books here. Yeah, we've uh, we've got the whole crew here tonight. We are gonna catch up it's a little bit on force. the books. We've got uh, we've got something we all like to talk about here. Mm. And I know why. Why, man? Do I like talking about it? Republic. 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 Boom. Love it. I like it. Uh, Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit of High Republic tonight. We are covering uh, the latest from the High Republic, The Rising Storm. Uh, Actually dropped in, what, late June? Um, So we've all covered it. We've read it. We've finished it up. We're going to be going over it. Yeah, Bad Batch took 16 weeks to yeah, cover. Yeah, it was so a marathon, the Bad Batch. It was a lot, but uh, we're as we, we continue, as we talked a little bit about last week, we did comics, now we're getting in back into our books, we'll get to comics again. It is a plethora of Star Wars stuff right now. I mean, there is just so much going on. We've Feast. got Visions coming out soon, we've got... Um, Oh, Star Wars Lego October holiday special thing coming out on Disney Plus. There's just a ton of stuff out there. It just dropped the uh, new um uh oh what's the name? The Mandalorian behind the scenes um mm-hmm. uh, the galleries. galleries. There we go. Yeah. For for the latest yep. season. Controversial yep, a little got, bit. Uh, we do have uh some big news. We are getting a little bit closer to this though. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Mm hmm. I think we're at 38 now. 38. 38 weeks. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta figure out what week we're gonna start doing our. Our coverage, our coverage of, of, of yeah, our uh, our planning guide, if you will. They probably got to release a little Get bit of information for us to plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do what you need to pack. We can do general tips. Top yeah, thing deodorant. That's my number pack. one, guys. I'm gonna bring two sticks, one to use, one to share. Um, you gotta have it. <laughs> you gotta have it. Um, my I don't know. I think my top would be luggage, extra luggage. Yeah, bring an empty bag. Bring an empty bag. Big empty bag. Because you're gonna need it for all the swag. So hopefully you gotta start bag, saving now. Know. It is not gonna be cheap. No, no. So we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. But thirty weeks, thirty eight weeks out from celebration, it's coming up quick. So um, I enjoy, I enjoy counting this down every week. It's kind of nice. Me too. It, it makes me, it uh, seem like it's coming faster. See the right? silver the lining. Forefront. Yeah, the sun on the horizon. Yeah. Speaking of uh, it not being cheap, I found out today that um, in my the county I live in, um, they are the commissioners are are not the county I live in, but the county I work in. The uh, county commissioners are looking with looking to see what they want to do with the American Rescue Plan dollars that they're going to be getting, and there's mm-hmm. a proposal 
that uh, essential social service workers, which I am one of, like uh, getting back pay for working Ooh. during COVID. And nice. I was sharing this news with Tab, and she said, oh, more money to save for Star Wars Celebration. That was the first thing that she said. <laughs> nice. And I was well like, said. this is why I am marrying you. Yeah. It takes it takes <laughs> some planning. It does. It does. And when you get a, a nice little nugget like that dropped into your lap, that's just an added it's, bonus on yeah. what you were already I mean, planning. It's just so. a proposal, so I don't know that it's happening, but I just love her immediate reaction was Star Wars yeah. celebration funds. Hey, you gotta nice. you gotta think nice. about it. Yeah. Well, we've got a little bit of news this week uh, from from uh, what we last talked about. Uh, as Kyle mentioned before, Star Wars Gal- Galleries, wow, season two finale of Mandalorian came out that dropped uh, Wednesday of last week, I think. And I don't, has everybody watched that? I actually no. haven't. Yeah. I saw some oh, people okay. get right. irritated about something Dave Filoni said. But... <laughs> when are Star Wars fans not irritated? I know. I, I too was <laughs> quite <laughs> shocked, but um, apparently it happened. It I was saw good. It with my own two eyes. It was really good. It was, um, you know, hearing from uh, from um, Dave and um, John talk about, you yeah, know, how they were with them. going yeah. to really portray Luke uh, in this was really, really cool. Um, yeah, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the last episode of season two of The Mandalorian yet. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was uh, it was good. It was cool. It was kind of it was uh, touching for those. Um, of us that have kind of, you know, grown up with Luke and, and, you know, what we saw the first time when, when he came on screen and, you know, in, in, um, uh, return of the Jedi against Vader, it was, uh, kind of a nice, nice thing to see. So, but, uh, no, it was good. It was a good episode. It wasn't long. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't super long, but, uh, it was good. I can't, I'm I'm a little um, sad. They only did one episode. The, I feel like, mm -hmm. Last time there was like quite a few episodes, but you know, whatever you can do it. Yeah, take what you can get. Um, yeah, we had um, Lego Star Wars Saga game trailer dropped as well. That looks epic. This game's been coming out for three years. I feel like. (laughs) Yep, I know. It looks pretty cool though. It covers everything. Uh, It's It's, like a hundred bazillion, quadrillion, bajillion characters, and they can all have five bazillion lightsaber colors. It's everything. Yeah, I can't imagine the gameplay time on this to try to finish this game going through all nine movies. The rest of your life? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's been 84 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did get uh, some new issues of comics that dropped. There was uh, High Republic Adventures number eight, and the High Republic comic number nine came out. Tomorrow. We do have, um, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. By the time you hear the this, it'll be out. The High Republic true, yeah. Tempest Runner, <laughs> okay. which is the next novel after this one that we're about to talk about, uh, drops to, what is it, dropped today, right? Yes. Or yesterday. You know, it's all, time is a relative thing, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, full cast, <laughs> dropped Tuesday. <laughs> full cast audio drama is what it is, actually, though. Sorry, I'm not, yes. I don't mean to be well Sorry. actually. You. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Um, that came out, and then, um, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, I put this on here, there's Star Wars Visions Ronin book uh, by Emma, and I'm, I'm, Emma Mieko Kandon. Oh. Um, it, it's, uh, it's up on the audiobooks, and it's like a companion thing to the Visions series yes. that's coming out, but it's only for one, one of those... Yes, yeah, there's one story with Ronan, yeah. Yeah, so I'm so is that I, like the best I, one? Kind of interested dog? in that. I don't know. I don't know. I it was very interesting to see. So I will I'm gonna check that one out when I can. Um but lots of publication stuff coming out this week. And then more publication in your emails, Hasbro Ooh, issuing more delays. Get out of here, Hasbro, on, boo, you suck. <laughs> on Luke figures. Um, Who said that? It's the, <laughs> what is it? It's the Luke with the Salamiri, right? The, yeah. The, we got to stop the book version the one. So, uh, I, did, I did finally receive the Luke 50th anniversary from the Power of the Force yeah, figure line in the Black Series. It's throwback <sighs> card back there. Yeah. But it's disappointing to not have the He-Man He's not Star bad. Wars crossover yeah, Luke. You know buff. what I mean? Like <laughs> his head is a little too small for his body, but he's not buff. 
Right. No, it was. Uh, it's definitely not the swollen. Yeah, where's uh, the juice? Only workout that the upper, we came the to know and mock a little bit, but love. Yeah. This Luke <laughs> so, hasn't been drinking his blue milk. Not nearly enough. No, no. Uh, but that I finally got, and then uh, my I, I sent I posted it on Twitter. Was the um, the uh, one sixth scale, three hundred thirty second, five hundred first clone trooper came. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin to pose him. He comes with all different kind of things. There He's got three different so hel- helmets, jetpack. Uh, I, you know, what's crazy oh, I mean, is I've have seen the choice people between jetpack and no jetpack. I feel like you always go with the jetpack. I, I feel like I'm going to combine jetpack and rocket launcher because huh, okay. that kind of <laughs> looks right. amazing. Do you have the term hat on a hat in Star Wars? <laughs> might be a little busy. I told you, eye patch um, or do rag, not both. Or, or it's the heavy weapon, the the heavy repeating blaster. It's one of the two. So, um, but yeah, he's definitely getting that 332nd helmet. I know that. You know what? I saw somebody post a video of their six scale collection, and he he has the six scale uh, Anakin as Darth Vader, like right when uh-huh. he turns. And there's probably twenty. 20 sixth scale 501st clone troopers standing like in the 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 company regiment wow. thing next to him and he redid like the that the march on the jedi temple and i'm like it's a price that has fleet. to be yeah. several thousand dollars in yeah. in six scale figures you got a bulk crazy. price you got them at costco he got something. He's got money to burn because he had a lot of them, but that was a, an impressive display. So cool. uh, other than that, not much uh, going on in the news this week. So yeah, go ahead, Josh. Um, so I, there, you know, we did have a sad piece of news, but I found out something uh, kind of fun uh, in because of the sad news. So, uh, you know, Ed Asner passed away mm-hmm. this week. Um I've always loved Ed Asner. He looks and sounds just like my grandpa. So not only is he like a great <laughs> actor and has a lot of great roles, but he also just, I love, I've loved him for that. And a lot of people, he has a very iconic voice. So a lot a of people voice. probably realize that he yeah. played uh, master of Rook Lamar in Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also, and I haven't heard it yet, but I'm very excited to, to try to find this. He played Jabba the Hutt. In the 1996 mm-hmm. NPR Return of the Jedi radio drama. Really? Interesting. Like yeah. speaking Huttese? I don't know. I don't or know. was he the narration like translated? I, oof. Well, no, that would be C-3PO. Well, Jabba was the subtitled occasionally on the, in the actual movie, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. Either way, I, I got to hear this. Yeah. yeah. I saw that in his credits, and I... I didn't know, like to your point, Josh. I don't. Is he actually speak? Is he saying Hatties or is he just doing like the translation part? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out either. So, um, yeah. Most notably, he was just recently in Up, which is probably what a lot of younger people would would know him from. Um, I can't remember the the guy's name, the grandfather's name, in that. Um, was it Ed? Might have been Ed, no, right? Ed. Like that's what I, I'm, 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 I feel like. Maybe it was I'm Ed, just thinking but, that because, but right, I don't know. Um, but he was in that, and then they actually did a like a couple of shorts. I think Doug Days that are coming out on Disney Plus. I don't know if you guys have seen that, tre- that. teaser or not. Yes. Um, it's basically the dog Doug with his little voice translator, and it's like him and the kid and the grandpa basically just hanging out. What about so that big kind of bird? Excited He's the only one that. who didn't get to come back for the spinoff. That's a shame. The dodo yeah. or the the big dodo Whatever bird, the giant, um, crazy, colorful bird thing. Kevin was yeah. it? Kevin is that what they called him? Kevin. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Well, they left him back there. I think didn't they? Yeah, didn't, I guess. They didn't he take to him stay away. In his home. Yeah. So, but that's coming out too. So, yeah, get your. Um, you can watch that when it drops and get a little bit more of Ed Asner um, via Disney Plus there. So, yes, very sad news this week. Um, everybody loved him. I think from what I've read is everybody that worked with him professionally enjoyed working with him and said he came across as, you know, this gruff kind of dude, but said he was just like a big old teddy bear. So, I like to hear that. <sighs> He's kind of like uh, Wil- Wilford Brimley and, uh, 
in the Ewok movie where he pretends go. to be gruff, but go. he's actually a sweetheart. This guy's always <laughs> got to find a way. Life fi- always finds a way. Like, like, hey, there you go. Well, let's... um. Let's dive in to High Republic here. We're we're going to be talking High Republic Rising Storm. It dropped on June 29th uh, of this year. It's written by Kevin Scott. It is a long book, I would say. It was pretty lengthy. It has... Pretty short chapters, though. You'll feel like you're flying so through that thing because they're only a couple yeah. pages, most of them, especially towards the end. Yeah. Some of them were super short. Like, it like, felt like it was a paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> It, it, you know, I, I listen to them on the audiobooks and I take notes as I go through and, and some of them were like, you know, a 19 minute long chapter. And then I got ones towards the end that were literally two minutes. Yeah. And there I was, was like, a different chapter. Oh, how am I on this chapter? Point of views. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of characters in this book. A lot. Yes. I mean, they're at the yeah, Republic yeah, yeah. fair. So lots of people showed up, but tons of people. Yeah. Does, uh, anybody want to take a, a stab at a quick synopsis of where we're at with the high republic in this i can do a little yeah let's so go, the rip it off uh, this was after the great disaster right at mm-hmm. hetzel Jack. and and um we're gonna have the republic fair which is one of chancellor lena so's great works um on valo here on valo mm-hmm. and they it's like um the, a world's fair on steroids and they're trying to bring all these people from all across the galaxy and bring in the outer rim where they just put this this beacon and then psh, that's the name of our show too the outer rim beacon <laughs> plug but um and yeah and she's invite inviting the um the huntress of the togruta people because they don't have like mm-hmm. not wanted to join the this was like a really cool like kind of sea story to me, the whole Togruta thing. I loved thing. this character, and this she whole, was all, and her her guard, so whose much. name I can't remember off the top of my head, with his like laser cool. axe thing. That was super cool too. Yeah. Um. So they're having this giant fair. The Togruta were like trying to kind of schmooze them, like come be in the Republic. Look at this awesome fair. We've got like these things from all over. There's a crazy zoo. There's songs and food and like everything you can imagine and Jedi and yada 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 all this stuff. And of course, because uh, they are the bad guys in all of the High Republic stuff, well, I guess one of the two bad guys, uh, the Nile show up and they are like, forget this, we're going to show that the Republic sucks and they can't protect you and you can't Mm -hmm. protect yourselves against us and we can do whatever we want. And they wreak havoc, fair to say, on... Fair to say, Republic uh, fair. uh, uh, And uh, I mean... So many dead people. They almost killed the chancellor. Things popping off left and right. Um, but finally, the Togruta army show up and kind of drive them away. And then we go chase them down later and try to find them at their home base. And this is where um, we find Loden Greatstorm is still alive. He's been tortured. He had both of his leg who cut off, which is like one of the like most horrible things in star Wars, I think like mutilated yeah, was, so I, terribly like I that. Was, like that was pretty bad. Well, like, and it, it wasn't it bad that, cause in this book we find was it this book or one of the comics that we find out that the Togruta, like the Leku that's up there, like right around the top has like some form of sound, a little bit of echolocation sense, type thing. Echolocation yeah, the, kind the of thing on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Hollow. Yeah. And then getting so getting that cut off, I'm sure because uh, there's like gotta be parts like later where he's or something. Yeah. struggling with um, vision and um, balance. But he hadn't, once he's he hadn't like been allowed to sleep out. in weeks and all kinds of yep. stuff is wild torture. Yeah. yeah. Although we did we did learn that Leku, especially big fat ones, can protect you from, from a, a blaster shot <laughs> to the head. <laughs> yeah. But you can chop them off with a lightsaber you if you're being yep. brutally tortured by Martian Marcian Row. Um, Martian Row. Yeah, I know. But there's a little, yep. you know, I've heard it both ways. Um, yep. So he, he, and this is the worst part about this. 
his former Padawan Bell and his Charhound, which is super cool throughout the whole book, like Ember. saving the day. Ember is awesome. Who's that Pokemon? And Bell nearly had a few close calls in this book. There are was at least was, one point me? where I was he like, he almost died. At the end of like almost every times. chapter. I was yeah. like, what are we Literally, doing this guy? There was one time that I was like, they cannot have just killed Belle. There is no way that they just killed Belle off. They put him on the cover. Well, in a wasn't he fighting the Nile toward, in the first half? And he got speared right through, like, completely mm-hmm. through his entire body, hole through his chest. Like, he was as That's close what I thought he to was, the... Yeah. He was gone. And he I was, was like, in the, oh, no. He, wasn't he in the vector? He was in the vector, yeah. and he yeah. got impaled with something. He in did the save the day, but um, yeah. In Indira, yeah. Indira, like that whole segment Face where killer. Indira uses the force to create a like a vacuum seal with debris, and oh, I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that was wild. Which he recreated later in the book when the when the right. sh- the Nile Fast messed up the fair, and there's a the ship sinking, and he did it to block out the water, um, rather than the. Yeah you know void of space but same idea uh yeah it, there was a lot cool, but oh this is what i was saying uh but right loden he gets out of the ship he gets he escapes he finds his moment he was getting a little bit of force talk from uh marcian's um path supplier i, don't, San, I can't santeca there yeah the lore santeca's um, great 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 yeah. grandma or whatever she is uh <laughs> who who slides him the the paths <laughs> Um, she was sending Loden like some, some support through the, so that was, uh, kind of cool. There's there's something going on there and she like, feels like she's about to be her time's up. She's like, I'm checking out of here either way. Don't even worry about it. Don't even try to save me because I'm I'm out in ten minutes or something like that. Uh, but he gets off the <laughs> that's ship. A direct quote. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty close to exactly I'm what she this, said. Um, I'm, I'm, all, I'm out of here in ten minutes. Yeah, I've got like ten minutes of life left in me. I'm I'm three hundred years old or something. I'm living on tubes, whatever. But uh-huh. he he falls off the ship. It looks like he's gonna die, and and Bell slows him down and saves him. And there's the great reunion. And he's that's a callback to the to. Bell's training too, which was really a nice. It's like poetry that, right? rhymes, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm mm-hmm. so sick of that reference, but yes, it was <laughs> a too, nice uh, callback to his yeah. uh, struggle with falling from uh, high places. Which, fair to say, that would be stressful. Um, and we're so close to the end, and then Marcian Rowe busts out his, which he's been acquiring through this whole story. His like third, fourth, fifth. Um, just kind of nondescript. We don't really know what it is, but super killer weapon that he has. Um, that turns Loden into a stone in like literally the last ten pages of the book, and now he's officially one with the force. He calls it what the leveler, the leveler, yeah, something like that. The yeah. leveler, but it's he knows that's not the right name for it, yeah. but that's what he calls they it. They were is the leveler, yeah, they were like intentionally and frustratingly ambiguous, much like that purple he, thing he had in the first book that we've never heard anything else about. And what in the heck I think is that's it? Part and of like, the le- like the I think that's yeah, all together. He yeah. like clicks he something has like place. a staff of raw now, and he's like. He's assembling an no. infinity gauntlet. I mean, it's, it right. I just <laughs> yes. did that, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and and not to spoil anything, but uh, the Loden thing is revisited in one of the comics that comes out tomorrow. Um, and I think it was a nice little, nice little moment. So don't miss out on that. It's heartbreaking. There, I liked him so much. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. I, Kyle, that was. I like that synopsis. That oh, thanks, synopsis, Kyle. I like it. It was, it was like. All around pretty solid. You can check the notes. um, I wrote nothing down that was off the top of my head. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was. um, He's right. There's a lot going on in this book. And it jumps back and forth. I skipped over a ton of stuff. Uh, Lena So almost (laughs) died in the attack. Like you thought the Chancellor might. There was like an image of Stellan uh, holding her, which like totally would have been the cover time magazine all plastered all over everything, like Mm -hmm. weeping over her presumably dead body. And she survived and the Togruta decided to join the Republic because she stood with her people and was rescuing them. And right there in the mix when, when things were popping off, it was, it was a pretty good book. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. I think you glossed over two very important things though. 
or more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of one in particular. Well, let me... I, I know what one you're thinking of, that, that this is the steamiest Star Wars book ever written. <laughs> um, but I also... So I'll let you I'll let you talk about that, but okay. um, we got to talk about. Um, and now I was trying to look her name up while you were talking, and now I can't remember what it was. I thought I would see it <laughs> and be like, "Oh yeah, that's her name." Um, the uh, sword for hire, the former oh, Jedi, Ty, Ty, Ty Yorick, Ty yeah, Yorick. Ty Yorick. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so excited for more stories about Ty Yorick. You need to read the comic the graphic novel that came out earlier this month about her it's awesome fantastic she was very also by very, Scott and very mysterious person Rochelle oh Scott. that ex that extra one that came out is about her the temple peak or she's yeah yeah the monster of temple peak is about york mm, um, i'll have sweet. to go get i'm that reading one. it after we get off air here it definitely oh, that's why i was like y'all you need to read it it's so good because yeah. i knew you guys would like tie she's very um, cool and right they were they riding around on those i can't remember what they were called but they're essentially dragons which was yes very cool they, yeah. they were on the wings of love that's a callback to a uh on the season seven of clone love. wars episode of of our show so. not of clone wars yeah Bell's our <laughs> man Oh, he had a lot going on. A lot going on in this book. This was like so unexpected, uh, in my opinion. Even though, like, the beginning of the year, somebody had asked Kevin on Twitter if Jedi is. (laughs) And he said yes. Uh, And I guess he was just preparing us uh, that Jedi is due, in fact. I think uh, I think um I are you you mean coitus. make make whoopee right coitus coitus uh, I has coitus. has George Lucas said as much at one point I I feel like I've heard some quote where he's like yeah they just don't, can't have attachments doesn't mean they can't yeah they're hit it and quit it um Which, but I loved <laughs> go ahead <laughs> do you yeah whatever I I loved yeah, yeah. how he jumped straight from the his his uh. From the sheets with the with the one lady to like a forced soul bond with Ty, like six hours later, just throwing it all over the place <laughs> while still pining after Avar Chris all Avar Chris. at the all throughout. Yeah, uh, yeah, I loved that we got the great Ted bit about how like he had been trying to like rekindle things with him and Avar, and she iced him out. Which I was like, I get it, girl. You've got like a lot of responsibility. She's got a lot going on You're, right like, now really important She's independent. You're out she don't dealing no with man. the huts you're dealing with the drin gear like you've got stuff going on but did you have to ice him out because he got a little too tipsy and a little too handsy at a function come on well, uh, but no and i, I well, love the i love sounds the, like when they were younger they were playing hide the lightsaber that's exactly oh, what yeah. i was gonna say because the whole like well we're not padawans anymore well what was going on yeah. in the jedi we, temple I mean, huh we learned that essentially in Light of the Jedi. It was like heavily implied that they had at least sealed the deal. Uh, well, once. I thought I thought maybe they were like uh, playing kissy face and being just like a little more than friends. I didn't know they were like uh, oh, sneaking oh, yeah. out I, before uh, morning meditation, you know? That's how I read it that way when I read Light of the Jedi. But I have a theory about Samira. Okay. So, and I've talked about this on like every show that's had me on to talk about the High Republic. But I thought it was really intriguing that so samira and elzar sleep together they're both obviously working at their republic fair and she leaves him in the morning for him to wake up yeah she she went to work working yeah and she like went went to work work. like didn't even wake him up or anything and i felt like the whole thing could have been like a setup maybe to get information out of him because i think that she could be one of the spies that the nile have working for the republic because there's two there's two mentions where mm-hmm. Martian and I believe Lorna mentions it in the Rising Storm yeah, yeah, of the sp- the spy, contact. yeah, their contact at Valo, and she just seems like a likely person because she's close to the Chancellor. She cozies oh. up with the Jedi. She seems like good, but also like you don't get enough of her to convince you fully of that. I don't know, though. Just something about the fact that she like left him in the morning instead of being like, "Hey, wake up." Would have given her the opportunity to like look around his quarters and see if he had any information that she could give. Huh. And then like she kind of just dips out for the rest of the story. That's a good point because when they, I forget who's, which, I forget which ship it was. That was it the Coruscant 
something or when they mm-hmm. realized that the ship because the ship was intact but they realized it had been raided yep. by Ni- the Nihil and there was information gone and and like the entries were wiped and I think they did basically say they have a pipeline into the Republic at yep. one point in the book so that that makes sense yeah which so speaking think, of the Nile stealing data and wiping it away how about what's her name's daughter who made the I make lasers not work weapon. Does oh, anybody know what like I'm talking the big about? EMP weapon. Yeah, who yeah. totally, who totally like hoodwinked everybody at the end and sold out the Jedi um, because she Snitch. was trying to sell her weapon to the highest bidder. Yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, I forget what was her name. I can't remember. I don't know. But she had a bracelet that makes weapons not work or some some such nonsense. Yeah. Counter argument to um, Samira being a spy is that Samira was also just trying to get some, and this that's was what a I thought. Like it's not because at the end you she's like, "What did you think Jedi? was going to happen, dude?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she's it's, like, it's "I'm stressed. Though, I've been because... working hard. Let's, uh, you know." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mentioned Avar, you know, Elzar's relationship with Avar, and then Samira, and then obviously when he does the force bond thing with Ty, Avar's focused on her career right now. That's tension obvious. right there, but but clearly in this novel, Elzar is having trouble with his force abilities and he's his having all kinds of trouble. He's his uh, he's way wanting out of to utilize the dark side a lot. So it's it's very much a precursor, I think, to that. Mm, did he Jedi do a lot or did he just do it that one attachments. time well he did it that one time but he mentions he's struggling with it yeah and then he, remember he when like they were the setting up Jedi to be like i need help yeah and then he, when they were setting up the nihil that they had captured and letting him escape on the vector that one was a ruse said, though it was a ruse it got yeah, me but, though i was like what is yeah, going on it got me, me a little bit too yeah. and i was like oh okay but he clearly is having you know, he mentions it's Ty. I need somebody to yeah. stay with me to help me balance it out. And then he says it again to Stellan, like I'm having troubles. Yeah. So I think that's clear. But he in this novel, he he thinks a lot about Avar, and he's very much, I think, still attached, and that's causing him problems. What tale is all his time in the Star Wars world. Yeah, yeah. I think that Elzar Man turning to the dark side is a red herring for another Jedi turning to the dark side instead. Ooh. Stellan Geos. Ooh. You think Stellan? Ooh. Yes, and here's why. Master Geos. Elzar Man in the novel. <laughs> is very self-aware. Other people like Anakin not self-aware. You know. Mm. He couldn't he couldn't see it coming. Um whereas Stellan Geos is like so hard, rigid and so hard on himself when he doesn't live up to the standard he set for himself, beats himself up about it. And then he also, he's been given that like, do whatever you need to do to get these moths, like from Lorna D, they're not Lorna D, yeah. from Lena So at the end. So he's like been given this like, I don't know, I just, I feel like that responsibility, um, that mandate and and the way he the way his brain works, I think he's going to be the one that actually turns if someone turns. Mm. That's crazy that you said that because a, I thought almost the exact same thing that like, so to be clear during this Nile attack, Elzar man, like he gets so frustrated and he's so angry. And this is right after he slept with this woman. So he's like a little shook up about that because he feels guilty and all these things. And he's got all these feelings about Avar and whatever. So he like definitely taps into the dark side to fling this giant, like basically floating Island into a Nile ship and kills a giant, (laughs) but, but he like definitely, uh, like, taps into his fear and anger and and the dark side of the force that was like very Mm -hmm. uh, clearly spelled out for you um yeah but i i agreed that that is a red herring and that he's not actually gonna fall to the dark side and he will be able to overcome this and work through it which is a normal thing um all all jedi have to like you know face the dark side and address it and all the all those things so but I thought that it would be 
Bell that is going to have a really hard time because he's been struggling with his master and the fact that he was basically like Schrodinger's cat, uh, not sure if he's dead or alive because we don't really know what happened to him. And then he sees him, he feels him first, and then he Mm -hmm. sees him, he saves him just to lose him again in the end. And the last thing we see of him at the end of the book is him just like kind of curled up in a ball. Curled up in a ball. It, yeah. And it, 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 it harkened back to Anakin for me too, who loses his mom when mm-hmm. they take him to the temple. He f- saves her and then she dies. And then loses her. And mm-hmm. then he's way too afraid of losing anybody else. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maggie's know. over here like, oh, I already know the ending of all these books because I read them five years ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, maybe. Yeah. She's like, I'm so, already watching screeners of the Ahsoka show, guys. Stop it. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, yeah, I don't it know was, why I gave um, that voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Republic. We talked a lot about the Jedi. Uh, did you guys have a favorite Jedi in this novel? I mean, Elzar Man, man the one that's banging people. Come on. Elzar Man, <laughs> Kyle. El, in this novel, El, it's, it's okay. Elzar Man had like Turns the coolest to the dark moments, side so. for a minute. Slapping cheeks. <laughs> uh, <he's, laughs> no, he was awesome. He saved the day. He's riding dragons. He's like uh, working, working with this They're called sandballs. sandballs. There we go. He's They're working with balls. this like former <laughs> Padawan with the like checkered past, who's now a gun fryer. Whatever. He had awesome stuff going on. But I also love um, Indira is awesome she didn't have like a huge part in this book but she's super cool um i i like bell and his charhound are really cool uh buckets of blood has grown on me a little bit it's a little cheesy but he was cool here too (laughs) kind of saved the day a few times um i like i like a lot of saved the chancellor he did he uh he saved bell uh, his healing yeah his healing is what basically saved her go ahead josh I, I want to rescind my answer. My my real answer is Orbelin. <laughs> oh, Orbelin! You took mine. He was Damn very it. cool, too. Love yeah. Orbelin. Orbelin. a space suit who's yeah. like, let me tell you about history while I'm <laughs> yeah. kicking your butt. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's like... Yeah. He's, he's a sleeper. Uh, yeah, he was really cool. He Was he talking to uh, Bell at one point, and he says... Uh, whether he's like well there's Nihil on the other side of the door we don't know how many are there he's like whether there are five or 50 i'm getting to that transmitter i was like yes yeah. you are i was like the historian's yeah. gonna kick some ass he was like cool. woohoo yeah he was um i all i for some reason though all i picture is like a mysterio looking dude because he has like a Oh, you imagine a big nobody's like, actually glam- seen his. I keep I keep picturing like figure, a hazmat suit or so, like a yellow like containment. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, with just a blob because he has inside. to have it right. Like that's how he. Well, that's like, how he has keeps to his live. form. Because remember, it got yeah. broken at one point. One of them, and then he just came out and he was like a big blob that like enveloped him and ha- held onto <laughs> his staff and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Orbelin is. Uh, his he was probably my favorite in this um but there was a there was also a cool moment i think where porter angle oh, the old is. dude oh, was Jesus. he oh, was riding see, on a so vector. many characters in this book he was right okay so i hated on mace windu <laughs> riding on right. the back of uh of a ship in atmosphere in the uh gendy clone wars but they made it cool. He did it, and they like explained how they there was like all this Jedi teamwork, and they were they all had people on the noses of their craft that were falling off a mm-hmm. thing that they caught, and it, oh, it was so cool. And he's, he's like he's riding off the around. back, just whipping off uh, like laser bolts. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah, he was yeah. he's super cool. He's the the blade of Bar Barbota. Bardota. Yeah. Kill- not, not Barbosa. That's yeah, a pirate. That's different. Uh, <laughs> killer nickname, though. I mean, come on. Yeah, he he's like flying around on a vector, saving people. Falling. It was like that was just a cool moment. Like, what? Well, uh, was it Indira li- that was like kind of uh, mind melding with him a little bit, and and mm-hmm. how he yeah. had had um, that was kind of well, a touching were- thing too. How he had he had lived so long, and and it, you know, he had kind of put all that stuff behind him and and he was feeling alive again and all that um i thought it was cool mm-hmm. 
because he's been a kind of a cook since being the blade of Bardota. Yeah, makes a mean um, rap. Yeah, I'm, allegedly, I'd give it a shot. <laughs> um, there so was the, a, the Jedi are cool and all, but let's talk about Marcy and Roe. <laughs> I was gonna say we've got a lot to dive into in this book. There's there's a whole Nihil aspect of this. There's a uh, the fair itself we could talk about because there's food. There's a lot of stuff going on at the fair here that I found interesting. Let's go to the Nihil, though. So I guess they're crazy and dysfunctional I mean, at best. The 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 infighting in the Nihil got a really is, unclear power structure. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, it's supposed to be clear, but some of them clearly don't want to follow it. So, um. You know, you have, I think Mar- Markion's plan, Marcion, <laughs> his plan at this point was, hey, we're going to go dormant for a while, right? We're not going to do anything. We're not going to draw attention to ourselves. We're going to build up. We're going to wait for this moment and then unleash hell on the fair, right? But he's trying to kind of change the rules and, of the game that they've previously been operating under. He's trying to basically just be the dictator take now all the rather power. than yeah. like everybody has their say and he just holds the paths or however they used to do it, you know? And, and he's focused on yeah. finding his artifacts, right? I'll disagree, to help but him I have more contact <laughs> to help him kind of get that power. Whereas you have pan Ada and Lorna D and who's the, the third one, the new one, um, something Mexico Zypher Zy- or something like that. Like that. Um, he's the like new guy in the group. Who's, Clearly going to listen to Martian. Zitar. The other two, Zitar, thank you. Um, the other two are kind of upset with Martian, and Zitar is like the guy that comes in, like, oh, I'm doing what Martian needs. I'm the new guy. I got to impress the boss. And it's um, the power struggle is very interesting here um, because I think Pan and and uh, Lorna want to keep pushing what they were doing. Can I say I don't think whereas, Lorna D is a great name. For like this killer badass <laughs> Twi'lek. She sounds seems like a cookie maker. I like feel a, like she would be in the style of cookie in Greece. One of the pink ladies or something like that's. <laughs> this Look isn't, at this, me, yeah, I know. That's all I can think of. I'm like, that's not this like Twi'lek that almost killed two different Jedi and fought her way off of uh, like this blown up yeah. planet with no escape. Like she's so formidable opponent. Yeah, she's like super super tough, and her name is it's like. like a, not that tough. I don't know. It's not I, a great name to me. I feel like That's it's a like pick, a Girl Scout cookie. Did you get those Thin Mints? No, I got the I got Lorna D's this year. They're going to be, uh, they're low fat. They're, they're Isn't there right. actually a cookie that's like that? Like I think it is. Lorna D's that's what, or something? I think you're right. But that's the, I don't know. No one gets you're, those. You're thinking of Paula Dean. <laughs> <laughs> no, not racist. Um, yeah, there was a, uh, a lot of infighting in the Nihil, but the the end of this book, uh, in kind of how Pan gets set up, essentially, um, there's a little bit of backstabbing but from little. Lorna. You got double uh, backstabbed. You yeah, got, like, we got secret we got wrist some... needle syringed and then backstabbed <laughs> and then fake rescued. Yeah, and then she just She's like, turns on him later on. Oh, it's here's crazy. the antidote. Psych. Not the yeah, antidote. It, it just slowed uh, you down. Slowed down your dying. Just wait yeah. until you listen to Tempest Runner. <laughs> Martian like hits him with some stuff to kill him, and Lorna gives him an antidote that's not a real antidote. That just basically he's going to continue antidote. to die. It just slows it down. I think is what he was saying. And when he started coughing up blood, it was it, so. not a good sign. No, uh, uh-uh. so he's but he escapes like they went to attack. He's headed. Where did they? Was it? It wasn't Hetzel, right? Was it Hetzel Prime? No, they. The, they so there was a a wild ruse there at the end where everybody was the Nile were listening the to the Jedi and Republic transmissions, but the Jedi and the Republic knew because the Togruts had told them. So the Jedi sent out fake information because the, they knew the Nile were either going to go to one of two places. They were going to go to the Bacta or the shipyards. Can't remember the two names of yeah. the planets, but yeah. the Bacta, the shipyards. So the Jedi said they were going to go to the backyard Bacta, but they really went to the shipyards because that's where the Nile went because they thought the Jedi were going to the other place, but it was, it was mm-hmm. a ruse. 
Um, but really, they get the, only a few of the Nile the showed up names. because um, mm-hmm. that was also a double cross where, uh, look at me, I'm Lorna D, told Pan, like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll meet you there. Wink, wink. Nope. And he showed up with, like, only a handful of people and got taken out by the Jedi yeah. and the Togruta yep. and the Republic and, like, the whole galaxy, I think. Yeah. It sounded like. It was like the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker when everybody yeah, showed up. There was to definitely more of them. Put him down and it was... They were like, oops, that's bad. So, but he escapes. Pan gets out of there. Um, and for the second time in the, the book, without just left seeing. all his people. Yep. Yep. He left Not him over Valo and then he left him again um, at the end on some other sea planet, I think. I can't really remember. Yeah. But yeah, not a not a strong leader, Pan Ada. Definitely not. So. I would. He likes nice things. That's like the only thing I really redeeming quality, I guess, about him. He's kind of a, the worst. So this, um, yeah. So this uh, Republic Fair thing. So let's talk about this for a minute. So there was this thing was huge, huge, um, is huge, and it, it it picture like the what is that? The World's Fair, whatever that you. Uh, that what you see in Iron Man, right? When he's trying to do the science fair thing or whatever. Um, it's like that, but like grander. And they had, what was it? The arc, the unity arc. Is that what it was called? Where all these little floating mini planets were like up in the atmosphere and you had to take like pods to get up there and get them. Can't remember what um, the attraction was called, but there was all, each one was represented a different planet and had their like, uh, there, some had singers and some had uh, like yeah. trees and plant life or animals and all kinds of stuff. And I thought it was funny that they they said there was some like kind of cheesy, corny song like we all some unity song playing on a loop. It was united in song. Yeah, and all I could he- picture in my head was it's a hundred percent. It had to be some like <laughs> this was like Galactic I was like oh I mean, yeah something that's like stuck in your head, but it's also like oh my god, I hate that that is stuck in my head. Yeah, I uh they say yeah, they sing it in the thing in the audiobook. It was kind of funny. I was like, "Oh man, this is terrible." I was like, "I don't know that I could listen to this on loop." But um they also had a zoo, which apparently the only thing they decided to round up was just a bunch of apex predators. The scariest, most yeah. vicious things that you can find <laughs> in the galaxy. So that when they when the the planet gets attacked and the fair gets attacked, they all obviously their pens get broken and there's just chaos. So not only do you have Nihil, but you also have zoo animals running around um, and far worse animals than what you see in um, Attack of the Clones with the uh, the three beasts that you see there. These were way worse, apparently. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, fair foods. I had one written down here, and I can't. That's find it my now, favorite thing a, at any fair or amusement park. Yeah, or is uh, the snackies. So that's what I'd be all about. You mean yeah, mouth I, and I, ear I dog. It's probably like a bantha ear <laughs> um, or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Some kind, it was some kind of wrap. It was a a wrap. Gundark ears. That's oh, a rykrid wrap, and a bantha milkshake. Is that what the little so kid was crying about or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was uh, somebody was eating a Rikrid wrap and having a Bantha milkshake. I was like, that kind of sounds nice. I don't know. I hope it's a I mean, shake made Bantha. with Bantha milk, not a milkshake flavored like Bantha. Because, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> ew, just blended meats. Yeah, or or it just like tastes <laughs> like a barnyard animal smells or something. I don't know. Ugh. That's so foul. That is nasty. Um, I think, though, in this book, uh, we get the new, because I know Maggie doesn't like it, we get the new worst Star Wars name ever. Dennis. Poor oh, Dennis. I, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, because she always says Kyle, Kyle is not a, oh, here we go. Kyle is not here a we Star go. Wars name. I'm like, Dennis is no better. <laughs> At least Kyle has worse. Kylo, and there's like an iteration of it, but Dennis yeah, but was... Kyle could talk. <laughs> this is not Kylo. It was just Kyle. <laughs> right. And Kylo so a... is a Skywalker and Solo put together in <laughs> Kylo. It's also literally one vowel different. <laughs> yeah, but you know that O makes all the difference. Apparently. It sounds sci-fi-y, whereas Kyle sounds like, hey, Kyle. 
See any good movies this weekend? I will say I know I know Kyle's that I like. I don't I don't know if I know any Dennis's. Do you know a Dennis? I have an uncle Dennis. I don't, I don't think I know a Dennis. Hi, my name's Dennis. I'm an accountant. I actually know three Dennis's. Oh. I feel like a Dennis should be a dentist. Oof. Well, if, if you if you are a dentist and you listen to a show to this show, you know we're just we're just hey, as long that. as you're it's okay. not we Dennis still the menace. But I'm, yeah, don't be Dennis the Menace. That guy's trouble. Just nothing unless but trouble. Unless you're the Phantom Poor, Menace, and then I mean, maybe Dennis no. the Phantom Menace. Next T-shirt idea: copyright, outer and <laughs> patent pending. Don't use <laughs> trademarked. Uh. Um, but yeah, so Dennis is unfortunately one of the souls that was at the fair that kind of gets caught up in this poor, whole thing. I think he got pinned under. Uh, he got rescued like three times, metal, but he got rescued. Yeah. They uh they got him out. So that was good. He's um he's in there. Um you know, I thought it was interesting. Professor uh Yang. Oh, yeah. Professor Yang was mentioned in chapter nine. We didn't get any more on him, but um he was mentioned in here, which I thought was really, really cool because I'm still waiting on that Yoda story. They mentioned Yoda too. They did, Actually, but he also wasn't didn't like show Yoda up. here. No, they were like, if Yoda was here, he would know what to do or something like that. He's always he's getting high praise, even back in the High Republic days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, he's actively doing stuff during the High Republic. He was already like six hundred, so I mean, it's not like he's a young he buff back mean, then. He makes a mean batch of cookies. I hear. Really, I'd try one. He's got yes, a special recipe and everything. Yeah, Lorna Dunes. Yes. Um. So who was somebody was wanting to get back and try his recipe or make more of his recipe or something like that. I think it was, was funny. Blood. Yeah, yeah, Buck. that's it. It was Torben. And he was like, I gotta get back and make these cookies. <laughs> um but yeah, he's not Yoda's not in this book much. He's not um he only gets that one mention, I think. He's been more in the comic. Yeah. I think mean, he's been more in the comic than he has been in the books to this point. So I think that's probably intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Professor Hyang gets mentioned here. And then we had a, a long stretch in this book where th- was it the Chancellor and the or the Tagruda, the High Priestess and or the hunt- Huntress? I right? think, yeah. And her guards were on the giant walker, it's like a prototype that yeah. was being prototype uh rolled out here the rothana heavy engineering walker which was pretty cool because in the audiobook you just hear the the sound of it moving as they're like as the story goes on so and i don't know exactly what it looks like but i was picturing like almost like an ad at but open canopy that's what I was thinking. And, and like a little smaller um yeah but I, it's I a convertible yeah exactly it's a drop top yeah, that's kind of what Get I was in, bitches, we're going to the mall. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, yeah, there was definitely, um, definitely uh, some cool, cool like mentions in this book. So uh, it really picks up around chapter what twenty eight or so. I think that's really when the fair gets the s- invaded. The second and all half the chaos was really like uh, so, uh, going hundred miles an hour compared to the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it uh, the first half was really just kind of setting the scene, but I thought it was interesting that we start with one of Elzar's visions, and then the book kind of ends towards the end. We get another one of like Elzar's visions, and he's clearly have it, He's clearly getting these from somewhere. He's not sure why. I don't think, but um, you can tell he's concerned about it. He reminded me a lot of uh, Sifo Diaz because he's having these ving- visions and he can't really explain it. And he doesn't know why. I, I think so. the the writers of the High Republic have done a really good job because we've gotten so many of these Jedi characters. Um, we've mentioned a, a ton, you know, uh, that mm-hmm. are brand new. Um, and we still feel like we know a lot about them, I think. And um, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good because we it, it's hard to take in like a million new characters there hasn't been so many books yet i mean we've read a handful of them but in in the comics mm-hmm. but um it's impressive to me that we can get you know uh, bell and loden and and uh, elzar and a hundred other people and we know 
you know, details about them. And I feel like I, I get their character and we know what's where, what, where they're at and what's going on with them. And Vernestra, who I really like, um, she popped up in mm-hmm. this a little bit, but, um, kudos to them because I was, I thought that was going to be one of the hardest things is like, how are we going to learn a whole Jedi order that we've never met before and try to distinguish who's who, but they, I think they've done a really good job of making all these, individual distinct characters and helping us understand them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're less, mon- yeah. the Jedi are definitely more unique and less monolithic than they are in the prequels. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, I think it's fair to say this is uh, kind of the height of the Jedi order. Right. And, and w- once we see them in the prequels, it's kind of, they've gotten to the end. They're, kind of tied up in their own dogma and, and their own um, politics and stuff like that. And, and here they're kind of still closer to what they're intended to be. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I see it. Yeah. I feel like this is uh, going to be the, the, the like uh, the, the calm before the storm or the, like the, the start of the descent because I feel it because they're so soft because they haven't had to do anything Hmm. in a bit. Yeah. Uh, We've seen clearly how much the loss of one Jedi can impact them with uh, Loden towards the end. And that was a tough one. That was hard for that. I mean that I, yeah, there I've read a lot of deaths in a lot of books, um, but that was one of the tougher ones in a star Wars book for me. I mean, that guy got, tortured 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 and then right at the very very end that was that was rough and the whole i mean the whole time is is martian's just messing with him i mean to the point where where he did basically jump off he knew he would dodge the darts and he just jumps off the cliff and Mm -hmm. he's falling and he's like oh well i'll kill him this way then he doesn't kill him and he's like oh he's still alive here i'll just put my magic staff together and blast him with the leveler and yeah so um yeah, it was hard. The the one one thing that Orba Lynn says early in the book, um, he does say, "Jedi come and go, but the order remains," which There's I thought was very interesting. Quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he's he was putting I think sabers into the repository, um, Jedi, fallen Jedi sabers into the repository. So that's that's one of the other really cool things is that there's some really cool rituals and there's some different ways of using the force that there are like there were pushing gas and creating bubbles around them um when they were sneaking into the nile camp they were um influencing the people around them to look away yeah. so they wouldn't see them um elzar and ty did that thing where they like bonded with each other to influence mm-hmm. the creature like all kinds of things that we've never seen before um, and it happens quickly, but it's explained and it makes sense. And I, I, you love to see it. The it's peak Jedi. Which was a rag scythe, that giant monster. Rag scythe, it's called a rag scythe. Three sets of eyes, eighteen claws, three it's heads, and more teeth than a Nexu. And it's from Onderon. Nexu have a lot of teeth. We discussed them recently. Nexu have a lot yeah. of teeth. So, so that's too, that's too three, many teeth. I'd say three as well. heads, three heads with more teeth than. Next to is a lot of sharp teeth. So, yeah, it was good. Uh, I think it's safe to say, highly recommend two thumbs yeah, up. This is a good one. On this I like everybody. It. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, what do you got? Lucrative job opportunity in um, the Star Wars Galaxy is in Nexu a dentist. A lot mm. of teeth, a lot of job security because True. most people probably aren't going to want to get anywhere near a Nexu mouth. But... You're really going to want to anesthetize them, though. I don't think oh, you yeah. want to. You don't want to go into a awake Nexus mouth. That's risky. No. no. You can only do that twice, once with each hand. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Short career. Um any does anybody have anything else on on uh the book? Martian uh, Row. Mar- that's a- <laughs> yeah, I you know, I love the power suits that they have, which is kind of cool. The mechs. The mechs, yeah. like they wear like the mech armor stuff. I think that's pretty cool. But I'm curious how this EMP thing is going to work when they're wearing power suits and the EMP thing basically. I thought it was just shuts the one down. Guy. 
I thought it was just Zetar. Yeah, I think it's just him, suit. right? Because yeah. he's like real small. Because no. he's not bringing much well, else to I, the table. Yeah, but I thought um, Martian had gloves on because he, when he first punches Pan and gets him to the ground, he had like the power glove. He had all on. kinds of crazy gadgets. He yeah. shocked him with his helmet one time. He stabbed him with a sneaky syringe up the sleeve. He yeah, had so like he's the, got like the power glove. He's well, he's stuff. also like not like a super physically imposing person. I don't think he's got to kind of get you with his gadgets. Yeah. But I, and I, I, think I know Maggie's into EMP the bad boys, thing. but th- this is getting close to a line where we're going to have to have an intervention. Cause this guy like literally <laughs> tortured someone for an entire I book and then tried to kill him. Quit so. this podcast. So no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's killed a lot of people and then tortured Loden for a long time. What of it? Sometimes that happens. Does it though? Yeah. <laughs> yes, because guess what? It's fiction. <laughs> it's um it's in- he's an interesting character for sure. He's um definitely uh got some teenage angst in there. If he's you got will. daddy issues, um, clearly. Got daddy the, issues. Yeah, he's the see the scenes towards the end where he's his father is basically telling him you know, don't do this, don't do this. And he's just like, man, screw you, dad. And very like, Norman Bates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he needs some help, <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't know. Do you like, let me, Maggie, do you like, do you like Marshawn Rowe with like the full on dark side? And like, this is who he is. Or do you like the Elzar man better? Who's like flirting with the dark side he just dabbles a little bit, but he's like really a good dude. He's just dark I don't deal things. in absolutes. <laughs> okay, so Elzar is the one. She wants to go with no, both, is I what she's say saying. I didn't say that. I'm just not oh, choosing. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I believe in the gotcha. duality of the men. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know. There's so many ways this story could go. I'm excited to read the next one, which. Uh, I keep which forgetting drops... y- y'all haven't read. Uh... No, we haven't read it yet. <laughs> the Tempest Runner? Well, I've well listened to the Tempest Runner, yeah, but have you read Race to Crash Point Tower and Out of the Shadows yet? Nope. I f- no. feel like I read one of those, but... Okay, know. yeah, so Out of the out Shadows, of the shadows has some but... really good stuff. Um, Before you listen to Tempest Runner, please read Out of the Shadows because it, a lot of stuff that happens at the end of Out of the Shadows ties into Tempest Runner, mm. unfortunately. Mm. Lots to read. There's lots so to much. listen to, lots to so catch much. up on. We are living in the time of the High Republic. And I know why, why, why man? Yeah, hey, cause I got Republic. Republic. We we are just along for the ride. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's uh. Let's blow this thing and get out of here, you guys. <laughs> That was our synopsis and review of The High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. It dropped in late June. Get out there. Go check it out. 10 out of 10 for me. Thoroughly enjoyed the audio book. Um, great action. Great audio. Voiced very, very well. Um, great book. Great book. Uh, I don't know. Any other final thoughts on it? you guys? Best one so yeah. far. It's my favorite Star Wars book ever. Wow. Mm. That's my number one. I really liked it too. I don't know that I would give it a 10 out of 10 or say it was my favorite book ever, but I really, really, really liked it. (laughs) I just need to think about it more, I guess. We we will have a ton more High Republic coming at you with the comics, the books, and everything that's coming out. We'll have Visions coming up here in a little bit. We got a lot going on in the Star Wars world. You, you can always find us anywhere on the social medias, Outer Rim Beacon, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us Outer Rim Beacon at uh, <laughs> Outer Rim Beacon at gmail.com. 
My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Where are they going to find you guys at? This is Josh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at BattleUpToNab. And uh, Tia Tune for Galactic uh, Chancellor. I'd like to start that campaign. You wanna, um, are you going to work for the campaign? Start sending out some flyers, mm-hmm. knock on some doors? Okay, I like it. <laughs> Uh, this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on anything. And this is Maggie. You can follow me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town, and I have a link tree in my bio with all of my various pursuits. She's all over the place, people. Everywhere. Coverage everywhere. Um, but yeah, get out there, get some, uh, get your reading on, people. Books are good. Do something Star Warsy. May the Force be with you. For light and life. Always. Thank the force. We're all the Republic. All right, y'all. Later. Bye.